You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I have an amazing new resource for you, and I am so thrilled to finally be able to share it. I have created a quiz so that you can find out what your love type is. This quiz is going to take you just a few minutes, and by answering some questions, you'll get a better understanding of what some of your biggest blocks to calling in the relationship you most desire are so that you can clear them. Not only are you going to find out what your love type are, but I'm going to give you personalized recommendations for resources that'll really help you move along your journey so that you can call in the love you most desire. You can check the quiz out by visiting bit.ly slash love type quiz. Again, that link is bit.ly slash love type quiz. And of course, I will link it in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Hello, hello, hello. It's Crystal Iram here. I am a dating and relationship coach for smart, successful, attractive, spiritual women who want to call in the love of their lives. And we are talking about some of the differences between men and women. And this is specifically for women who have found themselves in a string of non-committal relationships, found themselves in situationships, found themselves being ghosted, just when it things like seems like things are starting to get really good. And so I want to talk about this big misunderstanding of the masculine that a lot of women have that leads to a lot of heartache and heartbreak and confusion. And this is a topic that is very near and dear to me because this is something that I really struggled with for years. I was definitely one of those women that found myself involved with men, deeply involved with men and really caring about men who weren't my boyfriend. You know, I came up against that finding someone I really liked, really connected with. He seemed to really like me. And then I would get the, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship or I don't want a girlfriend right now. And it was really, really a challenging thing. It was a hard thing for me to get my mind around. And that's because I lacked this understanding of the masculine that a lot of other women also lack, that maybe you also struggle with. And that I'm going to sort of break down and help you understand why it's showing up that way, you know, and what you can do differently. So what we're covering today, the number one thing that women misunderstand about men that leads to a lot of confusion, anxiety, um, and heartache. We're also going to talk about the most common phrase that men say that actually needs a little bit of interpretation. There's really two words that are sort of silent. And so this is very counterintuitive. And then we're also going to talk about the counterintuitive thing that you need to understand and do if the situation happens to you. So here's what I see. I see all the time, like I said, I'm a dating coach and I work with really successful attractive, high achieving women, women who have everything going for them in their life. You know, they have 
great friends. They might have a really great relationship with their family. They often have jobs they love or they're business owners and they're building businesses they're really proud of. They have everything going for them. But when it comes to love, something isn't quite working out the way that they want it to. Something is just a little bit off. They're missing something. And one of the really common scenarios I see is that over and over again, I meet these incredible, incredible women who have everything going for them. And they keep hearing from men, I'm not looking for a relationship. And it's not just once, you know, if you're someone where it's like you date a lot and occasionally you'll hear from a man, I'm not looking for a relationship, or you get close to someone and he says, I'm actually not looking for a relationship. Then that's what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes it's not the right fit. What I'm talking about here is when there's a pattern where it seems like over and over again, you're meeting men and it's sort of the same thing coming up. So let's talk about the first sort of thing that's going on here. Why does that keep happening? So here's what I, here's one of the things that I see, like, this is the way that this often shows up is that often these women that I see these really high achieving, attractive, just incredible women with everything going for them is they don't feel like they meet men that they connect with at a deep level that often, right? It's like rare. It feels very rare. They're like, I never meet anyone that I really like. Okay, fine. So they feel like they don't meet men that they really like that often. So when they do, it's very exciting. And they're like, oh, I really like this guy. This is different. You know, intellectually, I feel like he's on my level. I'm attracted to him. He seems to have a lot going for him. He's driven. He's masculine. All of the things that these women want, right? Like that's what you want. Someone who's smart and attractive and interesting and caring and kind and masculine and driven, right? All of the things. So he has all of those things. And because it seems so rare that they meet someone they like, they're like, okay, this is exciting. I really want to make this work because it's so rare that I meet someone that I connect with on this level. So they're wanting it to work out. And then just when it seems like things should be going to the next level, he ghosts. He just stops calling. You know, you're supposed to meet up one night and then it's like, you just don't hear from him. It's like, what's going on? Or he says, you know, I think you're great. I really like you, but I don't see this going further. Well, that doesn't really count as much. It's more like if he's like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. Or, you know, I'm not interested in anything serious. Like, let's just keep it casual. Right? So he says something like that. Something like, let's just keep it casual. Or I'm really not looking for a committed relationship. And what happens is that the relationship is brand new, right? You don't know this guy yet. You don't know if you're going to like him. Like, you're not thinking like, oh, he's the one. You're just like, okay. I get it. Like, I don't know you that well yet either. So yeah, let's just like sort of keep it casual. I'm not looking for anything serious at this moment. So that's sort of the first stage. You think you're on the same page, right? He says he's not looking for a relationship and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. We've only been on three dates. I'm not falling in love with you or anything. So fine. And then the relationship continues, right? And you keep going out and it's just like, hmm, everything I initially thought about this guy, I think is even more true now. Like I knew he was good looking when I first met him, but like, wow, he's actually really, really attractive. And like, I had a feeling that he was smart, but like, oh my gosh, he's so smart. And like all of the things that you thought you liked about him, now you're getting to know him and you're just like, oh, I actually really like him. This is exciting. And so you're sort of like, okay, I really like him. I don't want to mess this up. I'm not going to say anything. Like, I'm not going to try to force the relationship. Like, I'm going to be in my feminine. I'm just going to relax and lean back and take it easy. I'm not going to try to force the relationship to move forward or anything. So you're like, things are going good. I'm not going to mess it up. I'm not going to try to like make it into something more. I'm trying to be a chill girl, right? You're like, I'm a cool girlfriend. 
you're not a girlfriend because you guys haven't had that conversation, obviously, but you get what I'm saying. Like you're trying to really play it cool. You don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to scare them off. And there's that other level where it's like, once he gets to know me better, once he really sees like the fullness of the incredible being that I am, he'll definitely change his mind. Like I'm wife material. He'll, he'll see that once he gets to know me better, he will see I am wife material. I'm not just like, I'm not like other women. I'm, I'm wife material. And he's going to know that once he gets to know me better. So I'm not going to bring it up for now because we'll get there. Right. So you let a little more time go on and you get closer and you feel like, okay, now we're really close. There's no way you could be involved with anyone else. We spend so much time together. I really care about him. He definitely cares about me. He keeps talking about these different plans that he can like that he has for us. He says that my, his mom would love me, you know, all of these things where you're just like, he's giving me all these clues. I'm going to take that to mean that what he said at the beginning is no longer relevant. He can't possibly hold on to that. Like, yeah, I know nine weeks ago, he said he wasn't looking for a relationship, but like, look at us now. We're basically in a relationship. We just don't have the title yet, but we'll change that soon. Like he must feel differently now, right? Like what he said at first can no longer be relevant. Like raise your hand if you've been there. I've totally been there. So there's no shame in it. Like I get it. I have been there. And you're, I mean, I'm sure some of you don't want to admit it and that's okay, but I know that this is a common thing because I work with a lot of women and I see that this comes up all the time. So here's what's going on here because, you know, eventually you bring up the conversation, right? And he's just like, what are you talking about? Where's this going? I told you nine weeks ago, seven months ago, four years ago that I wasn't looking for anything serious. So I'm confused. Like, why are you even bringing this up? Because you knew I wasn't looking for a committed relationship. I told you that outright when we first got together. And you're just like, yeah, but everything's changed, right? Like, now you know how amazing I am. Look at all this time we spent together. Your friends all love me. Your mom loved me. Like, we went to Hawaii together. I don't understand. And he's just like, yeah, but I'm not looking for anything serious. Ah, so why does this happen? Why does this happen? I'll tell you why, because there's a good reason when you understand this, you're not going to make this mistake anymore. There is a big misunderstanding of the masculine. That's why you get into these situations. That's why I got into these situations, because I didn't understand the masculine. This is something that women often do. Why? Because we're not men. We don't think the same way as men. We don't operate the same as men. Men and women are different. We operate differently. We think differently. We approach love and dating and relationships differently. And this is not to say that men don't want relationships or any of that. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying that we think about things differently. Not only that, but as much as women like to poo-poo men for their communication, it's not the full story. It's not that men are bad communicators. It's that they communicate very differently than we do. And because they communicate very differently than we do, we are not always trying to hear what they're saying. So one of the very big distinctions between the way that women operate and the way that men operate, women are very fluid. And when we say things, we don't always mean exactly what we say or, or in the exact moment that we say it, we mean it. But a couple moments later, we might feel very differently. 
A week later, we could feel differently. A month later, we could be like, that's not even me anymore. I'm a different woman now. Like so much has changed since then. Women are very fluid and we're very fluid in our communication. And sometimes we just don't say what we mean. Sometimes we don't even know what we really mean. Men aren't like that. Men are not nearly as fluid. So am I saying that men never, ever lie? They never say something that they don't mean? No, I'm not saying that. Obviously, all people can lie. But generally speaking, men mean what they say and women don't. And we have a hard time reconciling that. So this is really important to understand that men mean what they say. So when a man says to you, and we're going to get to this in a minute, I'm not looking for a relationship. That stance with you is not going to change. It's not going to change in a week. It's not going to change in a couple of months. And it's very hard for women to get this because women, we want to be in relationships. And so we can have circumstances where we say, you know what, right now, it's not the right time for me. It's not the time for me to be in a relationship. I am not focused on having a relationship. I am not dating. But if someone amazing comes along, if someone we really like comes along, it's like, mm, I can probably make this work. I remember when I was in law school, one of my really close girlfriends was coming into law school like the year after me. And she was just like, I am not dating during my first year. Like, I'm really going to take it seriously. I'm going to get good grades. And like, I'm just not dating. And my friend is really cute. And she's a little boy crazy. She's like, she was at the time. She was a little boy crazy. And she, she just liked, you know, guys liked her. She liked them. So I was just like, yeah, okay, we'll see. And she was like, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm not dating. And I was just like, okay, that, I believe you. But like, I don't believe you at all. I'm sure if you meet someone great. And she was like, no, I'm not going to date anyone. She's like, okay relax. Literally a week later, she calls me up and is like, I met a really amazing guy at orientation. And I was like, I know you did. Of course you did. So they started dating, of course, because that's what women do, right? Like, yeah, the circumstances weren't perfectly, perfectly ideal. But when she met someone who really had the qualities that she wanted, it was just like, well, I'm not going to let this pass me by. Like, no, this is a person is in front of me. He seems amazing. Of course, I'm going to give it a try. So it all worked out perfectly. She still did well in law school. She's actually married to that guy now. So like, good for them. Like, I'm happy for them. But if it had been the other way around, if he had been the one who said, I am not dating during my first year. I don't care who I meet. I don't care what happens. I'm not dating anyone. That's not how it would have gone down. He may have hung out with her. He may have slept with her. He may have spent time with her, but to be in a committed relationship. Mm -mm. So that's one of the big things that women really struggle with. And we get so upset. And I know because I've been there, I have been with that guy that it was just like the connection was so good. I was just like, I can't imagine he doesn't feel the way that I do. And maybe he did. It's not to say that these men that you're involved with don't feel for you. That's not what I'm saying. He could have a lot of feelings for you, but his feelings are probably not going to override the conscious choice he has made. And that's a big difference. So the reason that you're coming up with these situations when this is happening, that you keep ending up in these situationships is because you're misunderstanding the masculine. So the counterintuitive thing that you've got to do when this comes up is you've got to apply a little interpretation to their words. And the reason that I say this is counterintuitive is because 
and most of our interactions with men, there's not going to be interpretation involved. What he's saying is just it. Like he's meaning what he says. Often, if you're unclear about what he means, if you ask him, he'll give you that clarification. He'll let you know. Now, do men lie sometimes? Sure. But what I see far more frequently is not that men are outright lying. It's that women aren't trying to hear them. They don't want to hear it, so they don't. It's not that often that we have to actually interpret a man's words. So that's the reason this is very counterintuitive. So what this looks like, when a man says, I do not want a relationship, you've got to add on two words. Words are silent, but they're there. They're there in that sentence with you. I don't want a relationship with you. I don't want anything serious with you because here's what happens next in that scenario. He's been telling you this whole time. He doesn't want a relationship. Finally, you're fed up, right? You're like, I deserve better than this. I know I deserve someone who wants to be in it with me. Someone who wants to show up for me and with me and build with me, right? You're like, I've had enough. So you end things off and it's like months later, he's engaged. And you're just like, how is this happening? You kept telling me you didn't want a relationship. You were not hearing those silent words and they were there with you. Now, here's the problem with my sharing the secret is that it's very easy for women to misinterpret this and they take it as a reflection on them. It's no reflection on you. It's not saying you're not good enough and the next woman is. It's not saying you're not beautiful enough. You're not smart enough. You haven't achieved enough. You're not funny enough. You're not sexy enough. It's none of those things. You are enough. It's not a reflection on you. You have to understand this. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing you can do to change who you are that's going to suddenly just make you the person where he wants that. That's not what it is. It's deeper than that. It's the dynamic, the energy dynamic that you've created. It's not a reflection on you. It's not a negative thing about you. So it's not like try to do something different. It's about understanding that that is there because most men at some point are going to meet someone that they're going to want to commit to. You know, I think about like, I can't remember, I'm blanking on her name right now, but George Clooney had a long-term girlfriend. They were always in Lake Como together. She was beautiful. I think she was, and she was blonde and I'm blanking on her name. And whenever there were interviews at the time, he kept saying, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. And they ended up breaking up because she said, I want to get married. I want to have a family with someone. And he was like, nope, nope. That's not what I'm looking for. I don't, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have children. It's not for me. George Clooney is married with little children. He has little baby children <laughs> with a different woman. And is that is Amal better than his ex-girlfriend? No, I'm not saying she's better. They created a dynamic where he wanted to commit to her. So this is the next part. You have to understand the way that commitment works with men because what women love to say is that men don't like to commit. You know, there are no men that want commitment. This idea that men have to be strong-armed into commitment, and that's just not true. What you need to do is you need to understand commitment through the lens of a man. Men are not afraid of commitment. Some men are. They could be. But like generally speaking, it's not that they're afraid of commitment. They do not want to commit to the wrong person. Men want to commit when they feel like by making this commitment, I am winning. I'm winning in life 
by committing to this woman more so than by remaining not committed to her. Okay. They want to feel like they're winning. That's what, that's what it is. It's like, am I winning? Am I better off? And only he knows exactly what that's going to look and feel like. It's not about looks. It's definitely not about your education or achievements. It's the energy as he interprets it. Okay. So you have to understand that aspect of commitment. It's not that they're afraid. It's that they do not want to commit to the wrong person. They want to feel like they're winning. The other thing is that you have to make sure that you are choosing a man who values commitment in the same way that you do. Because here's the truth. You can never strong arm a man into commitment. It is a choice that he has to make and he has to make it from within himself. It needs to be associated with his sense of what it means to be a man. Only he knows that it's a very personal thing that men have of like, this is important to me. This is what it looks like to be a husband, you know, a partner, a father, a family man. Men have their own definitions of it. So you have to choose a man whose definition includes the same kind of commitment as you desire. Okay. So for some men, being a good husband means providing for his family. Loyalty, devotion to his wife may not factor into it. He may say to me, my job is pay for things, work hard, show up to the family events where it's really important, go on vacation twice a year. If I do those things, I'm a good husband. Everything else is sort of off the table. And these are the men who he could be committed to his relationship. But if you value monogamy and loyalty, then there's a disconnect there, right? He values it in a different way than you do. He defines it very differently. So you want to choose someone who values it in the way that you do. So that is really what I wanted you to understand for today. The number one thing that women don't understand about men is the way that they communicate. Men say what they mean and women don't. I wanted you to understand this common phrase that you may hear, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't want anything serious. I'm not interested in commitment. And those two silent words that you have to include with you and the very counterintuitive things that you have to do. You have to understand that you have to apply that interpretation to include those words. And you need to really understand what commitment means to a man, to the particular man that you're interested in pursuing a relationship with, right? Not just any man, obviously. Every man is going to be a little bit different. But if you value commitment in a certain way, you want to make sure you're choosing a man who does the same. So that's all I have for you today. If you would like to continue this conversation, if you want more incredible content on love, on manifesting love, especially on dating, on understanding men in the masculine, please join me in my private Facebook group, Magnetizing Love. Totally free. There's over 1,500 incredible women in the group who are manifesting the loves of their lives. And so if that's something you'd like to get in on, please join the group. So that's all I have for you today. And I'll talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. 
Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.